Father God. your present God of and he's the God of your future and he writes your story God of my God of my present 
We bless your name. We glorify you. We honor you. We worship you. You are the God of our present. You are the God of our future. You hold it all together, Lord. I pray today, oh God, that you would show up in the lives of your people in a, ma in a wonderful way. You would show up in the lives of your people in a way that manifests your power, manifests your presence, manifests your glory. You are the great I am. You are the altogether lovely one. We bless you, oh God. Oh, we honor you. We give you praise. Oh, bless the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. When you begin, when, when, when worship and, and praises go up, 
blessings come down. I'm here to say to you, when praises go up, blessings come down. As you begin to worship God, breakthroughs start to happen. As you begin to praise God, God begins to show up in your life. God begins to show up in your family. God begins to show up in your home. We honor you, oh God. Have your way. Let everything that has bread praise the Lord. Let everything that has bread praise the Lord. I will bless him on all. I'll praise the Lord at all times. His praises shall continuously be on my lips. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge. I will say of the Lord, He's my strong tower. I will say of the Lord, He's my hiding place. I will say of the Lord, He's the glory and the lifter of my head. Somebody got to worship him. Somebody's praising God through a breakthrough. Somebody's praising God for, a, for an uplifting. Someone praising God. A miracle is about to burst through. A miracle is about to take place. A miracle is about to transpire. In the name of Jesus, worship you. We worship you. We worship you. your anticipation this morning Hallelujah. that expectation is a breeding ground for the miraculous amen expectation is the breeding ground for the miraculous God's about to show up come on somebody God's about to show up you see we, we rejoice we, we excited we begin to give him praise because God's about to manifest his power his presence and his glory in this place. The book of Exodus chapter 16 verse 10 says, While Aaron was speaking to the whole, Is the whole Israel community, they looked towards the desert. And there was a glory of the Lord appeared in a cloud. And the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread, and then you will know that I am the Lord your God. 
Amen. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says, as they were looking towards a desert, a dry place, the glory of the Lord appeared. I'm here to say to you, may the glory of the Lord appear in your dry places. In the places that you thought God cannot show up. In the places that you thought God is not not going to be visible. May God show up in the place that you least expected him. Amen. So, So then he comes in and he says, I heard the grumblings of the people. And in the in, in the in the evening, you're gonna eat meat, and in the morning, you're gonna be filled on bread. And that evening, quail came and covered the the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. And when the dew was gone, thin flakes, or like frost, appeared on the ground. And when the Israelites said saw it, they said, "What is it?" For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is the bread the Lord has given you. Amen. Amen. This is the Lord. This is what the Lord has commanded everyone to gather as much as they need. Take a omer for each person you have in your tent. Amen. I'm here to say to you that God is the provider of bread. He is a provider of meat. Amen. That means I'm here to say to you, you will never go hungry. You will never go without. God will provide whatever you need. Amen. I'm here to say to you, your table will always be furnished with good food. Your your table will always be furnished with the blessings and the goodness of the Lord. And even when it seems like it's impossible, even if it feels like you're in the desert and it feels like it's famine all around you, I'm here to say to you, you will never go to bed hungry. God will provide your every need. Amen. I'm here to say to you, the Bible says, David said it like this, I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the their children begging bread. Amen. I'm here to say you are not a beggar. Amen. You are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. Amen. That is the blessing of the Lord. But now he goes on. I, I want you to understand the miracle here. It's something they did not experience before. God says, I will give you quail. I'll give you meat. Now, when you look at quail and the birds, you know, some of you will look at watch cooking channel and they, they, they cook quail. And it's a very delicate very small and very delicate kind of meat to cook, right? And they said, if you perfect that, you're a very good cook, right? I don't know. But that's what they said, right? But the reality is, quail was not indigenous to the area where the Israelites were. Now, Neil, uh, we had a conversation, and Annie and I had a conversation, so I'm stealing some ideas, right? (laughs) So I ran and put a disclaimer before that. But Neil was saying, quail is an indigenous bird to Australia, the Oceania area. The children of Israelites were in the end of, uh, between Egypt and Israel. They're in that place. The birds flew from one, from one area to a new location. Okay. Amen? Come on. And it, and it fell right where they were. Huh. Now I want you to know 
what you need, God may import it. Yeah. <laughs> and may God drop it yeah. right where you are. Yeah. Amen. Because, amen. I, I, I stole that from Annie. Amen. <laughs> may the Lord import it. And may the Lord drop it yeah. right where you are. Yeah. Amen. You don't have to move a step. God will show up. Yeah. Amen. And I want you to understand this. God was showing the Israelites, I'm the provider. You're not going to lack anything. I'm the provider. I'm the one that shows up. Amen. And I'm here to say to you, God's going to show up in your life. You gotta, I do not know what you need from the Lord. But I can tell you it's going to be a wonderful thing. It's going to be an amazing thing. You're going to see the hand of the Lord even in this time. I, I've, I've got an expectancy in my heart. I'm not waiting for when it, when it will come and in the destined future that it will come. I'm saying, Lord, you are the God of my present. Yes. Come on. Yes. You are the God of my? Yes. Doors open in the? Yes. God, doors open in the? Present. Come on. Yeah. You see, I don't know whether you need a door to open in the present. Yeah, come on. I'd like a door to open in the future. But some doors need to open right now. Yeah. Some doors, some things need to shift right now. God needs to do something right now. Amen. So, Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. We honor, we love you, we adore you, we praise you. Father, I pray today, let there be an expectation in our hearts. Father, I pray, oh God, may there just be a move of the Spirit of the Lord in this place and over the lives of your sons and daughters in a mighty way. Just move by your power, move by your Spirit. Oh God, let there just be a fresh outpouring of your Spirit. We take off all limits of you, Lord this morning we take off all limits of you oh God and we say God show up yeah. in a way show up in the lives of your people meet your people at the point of their needs show up oh God manifesting your presence your power your spirit your anointing oh God you we declare an open heaven over this house and an open heaven over the lives of your people an open heaven oh God a place where oh God angels ascend and angels descend a place where the the voice of the Lord is heard and the, and the house becomes the speaking place of the Lord. I worship you and praise you. I glorify you. We honor you, God. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this place this morning. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. And everybody said amen. 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 Welcome to your father's house. Let's worship him. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. There's the presence of God in the house this morning. Amen. Come on. Put your hands together. We're going to celebrate God. And come on. There's something happening right now. Come on. This is the place where miracles are taking place. And we say the enemy, you're a liar. We're making war this morning. Come on. Yeah. Put your hands together. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We praise your name, God. And we give you glory because we have victory. Let's make war. Making war in the heavenlies. Come on, Father's out. Tearing down principalities. Standing firm. In Jesus. Oh, yeah, we're making war. Making war in the heavenlies. Come on. Tearing down every heart that exalts. That exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Oh, we're making war, making war in the heavens. Yeah. 
We standing firm, church of God. In Jesus' victory. Yeah, we're making war. Making war in the heavenlies. Casting down every heart that exalts itself. That exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Now we declare right now, we do not bow our knees. Yeah. We do not bow our knees to the prince of thee. Because we know the truth. Amen. Come on. We know the truth has set us free. Oh, and under our feet, under our feet, he will surely. You see, right now, and having done all, having Church done of all God, we stand in victory. Hallelujah. Making war in the heavenly. Yeah, come on. Tearing down principality, standing firm, standing firm in Jesus. Oh. We're casting down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. We do not bow our knees to the Prince of the Air. Let's sing. We do not bow our knees to the Prince of the Air. Because we know the truth. Amen. Come on. We know the truth has set us free. Oh, and under our feet, oh Lord. Under our feet, he would surely be crushed. And having done all, you see, we've got victory right now. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making war in the heavenly. Yeah, come on. Principality standing firm, standing firm. In Jesus' victory. Yeah, we're making war. The heavenly casting down every hot day that exalts itself against the night. Oh, you see, we're making war, making war in the heaven. Hallelujah! Tearing down principality, standing firm in Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're making war, making war. The heavenlies casting down every hot day that exalts itself against the knowledge of that exalts itself against the knowledge of God that exalts itself that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Don't stop, don't stop. Come on, put your hands together right now. You see, you're the son and a daughter of God. And when you pick your praises up, when you lift it up right now, the devil has no way. Come on, let's say, I can't stop. I can't stop. sickness God when I'm going through a challenge oh God praising his name Jesus what is house sing right now can't stop I can't stop. I can't 
can't hear you. Come on, right now. Yeah, yeah. Praising his name, I just can't stop. Praising his name, Jesus. Let's go, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah. Making war in the heavenly gap, tearing down principalities, standing firm in Jesus' victory. Oh, we making war, war in the heavens. We casting down that exalts, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The devil is angry this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Give him praise. Amen. Something happening right now is a good, good God. Amen. Come on. We praise your name. Lord, you're so good. And your mercies endure forever. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we praise you, God. You're always faithful. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no one like you, oh God. Yeah, yeah, let's praise his name right now. Let's sing, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Everybody sing. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People right now, all over. People from every nation, from generation. will stand up and worship. We worship. We worship you for who you are. Oh, everybody sing. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord, for who you are. For who you are. Cause you're so good. You are good. Amen. I know He's been good to you, to you, and to all of you, right? now let's sing lord lord you are good and your mercy endure it forever everybody sing lord you are good and your mercy endure it forever people right now people from every nation and from generation to generation would stand up and would yeah, yeah, hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We worship for who you are, for who you are. Oh, everybody sing. Sing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship for who you are, for who you are. Because you're so good, 
You are all the time and all the time. Come on. You're so good. You're so good. You are good all the time. And all the time, all the time. You are you are good. You are good all the time. And all the time, God. You're so good, you are good all the time, and all the time, he's so good, cause Lord, you see, Lord, you are good, and your mercy enduring forever, oh, Lord, you're so good, Lord, you, you believe that right now, come on, everybody right now, oh, you see, Lord, you're so good. Lord, you are good and your mercy enduring forever. Our God is so good. Lord, you are good and your mercy enduring forever. People right now, Lord, people from every nation, from generation to generation, will stand up and pray. Everybody, everybody sing. We hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, we worship, we worship for who you are, 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 Lord. Because you're so good, you are good. Come on, you gotta give our good, good father praise. And glory and honor and all the adoration right now. Hallelujah! His mercy is in joy forever. Amen. Amen. Oh, Father, we just worship you right now. Oh, the atmosphere right now is changing. Oh, there's a mighty move happening right now. And we just want to jump in, oh God. Oh, right now, we just don't want to stand, oh God, please. By our knee deep, oh God, we want to jump in fully, oh God. We want to enjoy this presence. We want to enjoy this moment, oh God. Hallelujah. We say, yeah. The atmosphere, the atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord. For the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. Evidence this morning, the evidence is all around. That the spirit, that the spirit of the Lord, you believe that right now? The atmosphere, the atmosphere is changing now for the spirit. Oh, we see the evidence, oh God. The evidence is all around. That the Spirit, that the Spirit of the Lord is here. Overflow, Lord. Overflow in this place. Will our hearts fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds us. You're the reason we can. 
right now in this house, in your temple, oh God, in the lives of your people. Your love surrounds us. Your love, your love surrounds us. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, you're the reason we came to worship, to praise you, oh Lord. Oh, Spirit of God, right now. Thy kingdom come, says the word. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. gotta believe right now yeah 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 for the spirit for the spirit of the lord yeah there's evidence the evidence is all around hallelujah that the spirit that the spirit of the lord your miracle right now your miracle right now you see Cause a miracle can happen. Ah, ah, 
something that you've been praying something that you've been trusting God for the spirit something that you've gone on your knees and you've cried and cried and cried and cried it's that miracle right now oh that the spirit of the Lord because when his presence overflows oh, oh, overflow in this place full of hearts of God Won't you just bless him with a song, with a psalm, with a spiritual hymn? Won't you just lift your voice to him? over us with singing he rejoices over us with singing rejoice over us rejoice over us oh you surround us you surround us you surround us you surround us oh entering Surround us, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. Hey.
Yeshua Yamashiach. My beloved is my beloved is the most beautiful amongst thousands and thousands. My beloved is the most beautiful amongst be seated while we're in the attitude of prayer. Our beloved is the most beautiful amongst thousands. The song of Solomon, as God gives a tribute, you know, there's a tribute to God and to his grace and to the way he protects and he watches over us. But this morning, even as we prepare our hearts to partake of the table of the Lord, I pray that the Bible says, as often as you eat this bread and drink of this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Not only his death, but also his resurrection. And so this, this morning, you may be trusting God for an area in your life you may be trusting God for an answer. Some of you may be saying, God, I need you to turn things around in my life. Some of you are making some major decisions and in the days and in the months ahead that may the Lord just go before you. For those that are at your workplace, may the Lord advance you. May the Lord promote you. May the Lord establish you. For those that are starting off your careers, may the Lord begin to shine his light on you and let favor be upon your life. We rejoice at what God is doing. But the table of the Lord was a table of remembrance. It was a table of covenant. It was a table where the hearts of Peter, the hearts of, of Judas was exposed. It's at the table of covenant that the hearts of those that will deny you will be exposed. 
the hearts of those that will betray you will be exposed. Because not everyone can sit at the table of covenant. But it was also a table of remembrance. He says, as often as you drink of this cup and eat of this bread, you to show the Lord's death till he comes. And so today, we, as you prepare your hearts to partake of this, what are you remembering? What are you covenanting with? And whom are you covenanting with? May the Lord just begin to order your steps. Bring right relationships. Right connections. Destiny. Help us your way. In the name of Jesus. So Father, we pray over these emblems this morning. As your people will partake of it, Lord. Bless it. I pray today, O oh God, that this cup and this bread, that even as we drink of it and eat of it, we do remember the Lord's death, but we also remember your promise, you coming back again. Yes, yes, so I pray, O oh God, just bless your people. This intervene in their life where there's need of healing, heal. Where there's a need of de deliverance, deliver. Where there's a need of restoration, restore. Where there's a need of a fresh anointing, just pour out your spirit upon them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You're going to be served the emblems and we'll partake of it together after that. Amen. The worship team will lead us in song.
That's where we belong And that's where I belong Take me to that place And take me to that place, Lord To that secret place where I can be Take me to that place, Lord, to that secret place where I can be God. I can be with you. You can, you can make me like you. Wrap me in your arms. 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 Wrap me in your arms, wrap me in your arms, wrap me in your arms. Oh, and take me to that place, Lord, to that secret place where I can be with you. You can. Father, we just come before you. We just say, Lord, just wrap us in your arms. For everyone that is going through, God, and every in their lives, let them feel the warm embrace of a heavenly Father. Let them feel the loving touch of a heavenly Father. For those that are building their lives, oh God, day by day, show up in their lives. Every day to show up, oh God, you give us our daily bread. Let there be a daily dose of your anointing upon our lives so we thank you God we thank you God that at the table we remember the death we remember the resurrection we remember oh God the the, the promise that you're coming back again and so today we give you praise for this life that we have that is hid in Christ so God just give us give us oh God all that you have Bless us this morning. Minister into your lives, in the lives of your people, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may partake of the emblems. Amen.
the center of the aisle and uh, I see Lanash is going to fetch it, amen. Amen. So Lanash is going to fetch it. He took over Cohen's job, amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Let's just sing one praise song. I, I, I know I'm stealing you. You go, you go. Begaboard. Begaboard. I thank God. I thank, yeah, I thank God. God. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's just I praise God, God together. Just Hallelujah. Sunday school may leave, amen, and uh, amen. Thanks to the worship team, amen, amen, amen. I know the, the last part of the verse that says, hell lost another one. I am free, amen, and so we, we thank God for that, amen. Amen, you blessed this morning? 
Amen, amen. There's truly a great presence of the Lord in the house, and we rejoice at what God is doing and what God continues to do. Amen. And so we're excited uh, about this. And so I got I got a word for you this morning. I want to speak to you about hammered, not molded. Amen. So I've entitled my sermon "Hammered, Not Molded." Amen. You see, it's easy to fall into a mold, you know, and you can uh, duplicate things in a mold. That means you can make an identical copy when you have a mold. Amen? Uh, for people, whether it's in the shoe factories, they work with molds. Whether it's in, in an engineering factory, you work with molds. But there is something about molds uh, that gives us that, that, that part of where we say we can, you can be copied. But then there's a part of being hammered. That means there's some things that are made through the old and tested way of, uh, of heat, fire, and hammering that begins to. And now, you know, that old skill of, uh, of even panel beating, you know, has, has been removed. You know, nowadays they, they don't panel beat cars as much. Everything they take out, they remove, and they put the new panels in, and they, they fix up everything. But there is, even in the panel beating, no matter how new the process gets, there's a certain part that still requires some hammering. Amen? And I want to speak to some people that knows what it means to be hammered. Amen? That means where you know what it is to take a beating and keep on ticking. Amen. That means you know how it is to, to, to take a, you know, you get, you get knocked down and you know how to wake up again. Amen. I want to talk to some people that have known how to survive some stuff. Come through some stuff. Learn how to, to understand how it is to be tenacious. Because how many of you know, whether it's in your workplace, whether it is in your place of business, right now the, the economy and the, and the environment requires tenacious people. Now, I know all of you are to somewhat know what it is to take a beating, right? Some of you, not so long ago, were locked up in the house with all of your family, and you couldn't leave anywhere, and you, had, you, you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't say anything, and you had to live with these people, and you wondered, how do I live with these people all these years? But these few months are so hard, isn't it? It felt like a beating, Amen. Uh, Auntie Patrick didn't say aloud no. Amen. But but true. Amen. But amen. But but we 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 in the house of the Lord, and I want to share with you that some things, when they were manufacturing, God says, make it out of beaten silver, make it out of beaten or hammered gold. That there's some things that God is using in this day and this hour to produce a sound. But it's coming through some beatings. It's coming through some hammering. It's coming through a process. Somebody say process. process. Amen. And uh, somebody else say process. Amen. So whenever you get American, then you say process. Amen. When you, when you realize who you are, they say process. process. Amen. Sometimes you get confused in, in, in between. Amen. Uh, Neil, let me use your saxophone. Now, if you got your Bibles, go with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 10. I know I touched this before. Okay, you can just place it here. So I'm going to use this as my prop. Not that I'm going to play it for you. I wish I could. 
Isn't this a beautiful instrument? But in the hands of the right person, it'll produce a sound. Right? But if, it, if I just have to take it up, it may be a joyful sound. But it may not be the sound that you want to hear. Amen? But I know it takes some breath, some lungs to be able to, to make this work. But I like how intricate it is. The different, the different parts of this, trump, uh, this saxophone. But today I want to speak to you from Numbers chapter 10. And I'm not going to read the whole part, but the uh, whole scripture. But it says, For the Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver. Use them for the calling of the community together, for having the camp set out. And when both are sounded, the whole community is to assemble at the entrance of the meeting. If one is sounded, the leaders and the heads of the clans together, of Israel are together. Now, when I look at this, he says, Take a, the, 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 the other version of it, it says, take one block of silver and make two trumpets of beaten silver. Now, I want you to understand why this is so important. Because even in the, 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 the day and age that God was speaking to them, even in the early days, there was a process of molding. And there were other elements that were molded. But there was this particular assignment that God gave to Moses. He says, make a trumpet, but the trumpet have to be of beaten silver. Now, when you take iron or when you take any metal and you beat it, now in, in that process, it has to go through the process of heating, beating, cooling, and then they heat it again. And they, and they keep on going through that process, right? But uh, I want you to understand, he says, take one block, and make two trumpets. I'm, I'm here to see how intricate a, 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 the trumpet has to be. Now, the trumpet doesn't have as much features as, as your saxophone, but it has comparably some of the, a lot of the elements in it. But in that, the, the, the important part of it is that we got to understand that it had to be made of beaten silver. And I wondered why they had to beat it. Why they didn't, couldn't just mold it? But when he said it had to be of beaten silver, because as you beat something, a metal, it gets hardened. Ah. Sometimes through the process of life, you get a little harder. You get a little tougher. You get a little tenacious. Now, some people, you, have you ever heard the term hard-hearted? You say, hey, this one. Or they use the term tough nut. Hard nut, right? So that means this one, this one here has really gone through the process. How many of you have sometimes gotten to the place where you become so hardened that you're no longer accessible? Because sometimes you can go through a process that can make you become harder and hardened by life to the point that you're not open to any new opportunities. 
Some of us have gone through some experiences that hurt us so deeply that in that particular area, we may be able to laugh and we may be able to smile and we may be able to crack a joke every now and again. But some of us, when you touch a certain area, that's a, that's a, that's a switch. When you touch that button, it's, it's almost as a whoop. You know, like everything just closes up and then all of a sudden, you, uh, when you look at this person, it's, it's, it's almost as if like, uh, like, uh, like when the Bible says, like Saul, you became another man. And I think sometimes, and sometimes it's not only men that have that problem. Women are tougher. Amen? And all the men say, Amen. And no one is saying amen. They're scared. They're going to go back home. They're saying, Pastor, only you can say amen. Amen. I still also have to go home. Amen. Amen. But the Lord is good. Amen. So, so when he says, make, make it out of two trumpets of silver. And then he says, now the book of Psalms says, how would they, the people know until there is a sound? Psalm says make, uh, that there will be a joyful sound. Amen? And therefore, the Bible starts to speak about God wants to reveal something. Now, trumpets are a very prophetic picture of the prophetic. Right? And God is saying, make a trumpet, and the trumpet will sound, and the trumpet will show that people together. So today, God uses the prophetic as a tool to let people gather it gives instruction it gives commands even through the prophetic sound and prophetic voice so when god says make two trumpets he's talking about not just two trumpets uh, just being made and individually they blow their own sounds both the trumpets have to make a singular sound where there is unity god commands a blessing i want you to understand in your marriage in your relationships, in your family, no matter how many members in the household, there should be one sound that comes out of the home. One sound. How many of you know that children know how to manipulate? And all the children said, no, pastor, that's a secret. That's a tool in our arsenal. Amen. But you know, children know how to play you. Amen. They'll go, uh, they, they, the father will be working somewhere. They'll go and ask him. And if they don't get any joy, they'll go and ask the mother. But when they're asking the mother, they will say, Dad said. Dad didn't say. But Dad said, if possible. You know, they make it as if now it's an option and it's left to her. Or they use the mother. Amen. Now, boys do that. Boys know how to get their mothers. Amen. All the, boy, all, all, the, all the guys say, no, no, don't say that, Pastor. But you know that. You know that how the mothers fight for their sons? I get into a lot of trouble just because of my son. <laughs> Amen? I, 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 I know, you know those things, right? And girls know how to get their daddy. All they do is they show up. They hug him and they all of a sudden he forgets everything. <laughs> or they give him a smile or they just sit there. And they pay attention to the things that he's paying attention to. All of a sudden he changes. Now, I don't know that. But I know, you know, when I've got nieces and whatever, but if they say certain things, then you know, oh, okay, you know. It's okay, you'll get whatever you need. Amen? It's, it's like that. So you've got to understand, when, when he gave that, he says, make a singular sound. 
Now, I want you to understand, he says, two trumpets make a sound. But there was one sound that will cause the whole of Israel to come together. Then there was two trumpets will blow at that time. Then there was a, a, a time when a single trumpet, people had to learn how to incline their ear to hear what sound has been released and know how to respond based on the sound. Now, this is important. We got to learn how to hear the sound when God is making a sound. When God is releasing a sound, then we need to know how we should respond. Whether in our homes, whether in our families, we got to hear the voice of the Lord. What is it saying for me? What is it saying for our family? What is it saying for our home? All of these things are very important. So he gives, he gives, he says, a single trumpet will be blown and the leaders will come together. Now, I, 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 I hope you had a chance to listen to Wednesday. And Wednesday I spoke about the, the, the Ark of the Covenant and the three items that are put into the Ark. And the first item that was put into the Ark was the rod of, of Aaron. Aaron's rod. That is a symbol of leadership. The second uh, item that was put into the ark was the pot of manna, which spoke about God's provision. And the third item that was put into the ark was the, the tablets, the law, the commandments. And the commandments that were put there was, was a symbol of God's word. And, and, and so God says, let my leadership, let my provisions, let my word be a continuous testimony of my presence. It's amazing how God takes leadership, provisions, and word and places it in his presence. We often thought that one of those things brings presence. It doesn't bring presence. It's, it is a it is a, a something that is worked around, something that is manifested as a result of presence. So that means when God shows up, leadership shows up. When God shows up, word shows up. When God shows up, provisions show up. That's why Moses says, do not take me away from your presence. And, and we looked at the whole example about how God selected God said, let, bring, let every, they all were quarreling who's going to be the leader, who should be, who should be the priest, who should be this, who should be that. And, and then God says, let all of the leaders of the tribes bring their rods, place it before the ark of my presence. Look at that. God says, Put, place it before the ark of my presence, and the rod that buds is the one that I have chosen. And we know that the rod of Aaron budded, blossomed, and produced almonds. They produce fruit. And I'm here to say to you, and then God says, give the others back their rods, but let Aaron's rod still remain in my presence. Anyone choosing, uh, choosing leadership needs to always stay close to the ark. You can't lead people without being close to the ark of God's presence. So God begins to say that. But here we see again, God is saying, now let this be sounded. And then he says, sound this at different times. He says, sound it when the, when the people need to gather. Sound it when we're going to battle. Amen. That means when you're going to battle, you need to release a prophetic sound. Amen. You're going through a tough time, you're going through a crisis in your job, in your work, your life, whatever, you're going through a major, let there be a prophetic sound that, uh, that, that, that precedes that, that warfare. Then he says, uh, uh, blow the trumpet in the times of your celebrations. 
in the times of your festival. That means there should be a prophetic sound in the times of your celebration. When do we celebrate? Whether it's your wedding, whether it's your anniversary, whether it is your, your graduation, your birthday, you know, every major celebration, blow the trumpet. Amen. Then he says, blow the trumpet in the days of sadness. That means in the days when you are going through some difficulties, blow the trumpet. In the days that you're experiencing loss, blow the trumpet. That means he's saying, let there be a prophetic sound that, uh, that precedes every season of your life. He says, blow the trumpet over your offerings. That means when you give your tithes and your offerings, you've got to speak over it and say, God, I'm trusting you for this. Lord, you're going to begin to break through. You begin to prophesy over your offering and say, God, this is what I'm trusting you to do in my life. Amen. How many of you know that your seed has got power? It's going to speak on your behalf. Amen. Your sacrifice always speaks on your behalf. So whenever you sow a seed, don't just give, don't just, just do things willy-nilly, but you do, it, you do it deliberately and you do it led by the Spirit of the Lord. So the Lord says, do it, blow the trumpet. So we see this in this portion of Scripture. But go with me to Exodus chapter 25. Not only does God say, make the trumpet out of beaten silver. He says, because the trumpet was going to release a sound. He comes in, in Exodus chapter 25 and verses 10. He's giving the dimensions and the blueprint for how to manufacture the Ark of the Covenant. And he says, have them make an Ark of, of acacia wood. Two and, uh, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide, a cubit and a half high, overlaid with pure gold, both on the inside and the outside. Make a gold molding around it. Ah. He says, make a gold molding around it. And then cast four rings and, uh, uh, and fasten them on the, on the four feet and with two rings on either side, of the rings and then make poles of acacia wood overlay them with gold and insert the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry it and the poles are to remain in the rings of the ark and they are not to be removed then the ark of the the, the tablets of the covenant and which which of the law which i gave you put it in it then verse 17 it says make an atonement cover what, what some versions of scripture will make reference to, make a mercy seat. Of pure gold, two and a half cubits long, a cubit, uh, a cubit and a half wide, and make two cherubims of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. Make one cherub on one end and the second on the other, and the cherubim of one piece with the cover at the ends. And the cherubim are to, to have their wings spread upward, overshadowing and covering them. And the cherubim is, uh, are to have their, uh, to face each other, looking toward the cover. And place the cover on top of the ark. Put, the ark of the, uh, put in the ark the tablets of the, of the covenant of the law that I give you. And there, above the cover and between the cherubims, that are the cover of the Ark of the Covenant, I will meet you and give you my commandments. 
another version of scripture says, I will speak to you from between the cherubims that is on the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant. That means the mercy seat becomes the speaking place of the Lord. But God says of every other element of the, of the, uh, uh, of the Ark, make it of molded gold. But of the mercy seat which will now form the cover of the Ark. That means there's something that covers. There's something that seals. And the thing that will cover and seal could not be made of a molded gold. But it had to be made of beaten gold. The cost to cover you. The cost for your redemption. The cost for your deliverance. The cost for your breakthrough. The cost for your healing did not come just out of something being molded and melted. It came out of something being beaten. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we were healed. He was beaten for your atonement. The, another portion of scriptures refers to it, and we read it in the NIV. It talks about the mercy seat as being the atonement cover. That means there's something that covers the ark of God's presence that comes out of sacrifice. It comes out of being beaten. You can't cover anybody if you yourself cannot endure being beaten. Hey, for, 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 for those that are priests in your home, you cannot cover your family spiritually if you do not know how it is to have gone through the process of beating, a process of being hammered. You cannot, uh, you cannot cover those that are beaten more than you. That's why. You, if you desire any ministry, you desire any gift, you desire God to use you, you will go through a process. It's not meant to kill you. It's meant to make you stronger. Some of you have hid your gifts. Some of you have, have stifled your gifts because sometimes the process was too hard to go through. But I'm here to say to you today, anything worth God's glory, anything worth God placing his hand upon, anything worth being able to carry the weight of his presence has to learn how to go through a process. If you can't go through the process, you cannot get the crown. You cannot get the, 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 that which God has in store for you. But you've got to learn how to go through the process. You can't have a marriage can't have a home without the process. Everyone's looking for the perfect home. Everyone's looking for the perfect marriage. And when you find it, tell me. I've learned one thing. It's work. It's process. Hey, 27 years. I'm still learning some things. 27 years, I don't get everything right. 
But I'm here to say to you, I'm in, I'm involved, I'm committed. I stay in it. Amen. This is something we live in a generation. If we don't like something, we change it. We live in a generation. If it doesn't work, we throw it. Anything, if it's broken, we don't fix. We throw and replace. That's why many people end up with new models. And they realize that the new model got old model problems too. Amen. So you've got to understand something. Go through the process. Be prepared to pay the price. Some of you have gotten hurt before and sometimes you, you're so guarded and, and, and you're trying to do many, many things to just try and hold things together. May the Lord just work on your life. Amen. I'm here to say to you, some of you are gifted even in God's kingdom. God has called you to do something, but it feels like every time I get close to doing something for the Lord, things get tough around me and then I rather choose to back off. I'm here to say to you, be part of the process. Yeah. Amen. So he begins to build the mercy seat. So he takes a block of gold this time, makes the mercy seat, and the two cherubims. Imagine the, imagine the skill that it took. Amen. These were not people who had engineering machines. They didn't have engineering tools. They didn't have all of the different the weights and the, the levels. They had to do what some of us do. We eyeball it. Have you ever done anything and you're putting up curtains and say, hey, I think this looks straight, that looks straight. You just drill it. And then when you, after you drilled it, that's it. You think that, I say sometimes the building may move, you know, while I was drilling. But, but you realize that you have to, they, they keep on telling me measure twice and, cut, you know, cut once. You know, I, I've got two brother-in-laws that owe me a door. Amen. The one told me, the, the one told me 15 millimeters, the other one told me 15 centimeters. I cut the door 15 centimeters. Amen. Then we got a door that, you know, like the old houses, you know. There's a gap in the bottom and there's a gap on the top, amen? amen? So we had to stick it together, amen? But we've learned some things through a process. Some of us have given up some things because we got it wrong the first time. I'm here to say to you, anything that is going to get the presence of the Lord requires you to begin to be diligent, requires you to stay in the process. Now, when I looked at this, he says, make, I wondered why the Lord says, make for me two cherubims on either side. He's got the Ark of the Covenant. He's got the cover, which is the mercy seat or the, or, 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 or the cover of atonement. And, he, and so he comes in and he says, make two cherubims. And the cherubims was very specific. The wings had to face over and cover the cherubim. And the face of it should look down at the mercy seat. Look at what God is saying. I'm making something. I'm giving my angels charge over you. But they're watching over where the blood hits. Because if there's no sacrifice... There's no voice. Moses, uh, Aaron could not just show up in the presence of the Lord whenever he wanted to. Go and look in Leviticus chapter 16. God warns, uh, Mo, uh, tells Moses, warn Aaron 
Don't let Aaron show up in, 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 and come into my presence whenever he wants to. And he warns him after, uh, uh, you know, uh, he, his two sons, Abihu and Dathan. Is it Dathan? Dothan. Dothan and, and Abihu went and offered strange sacrifices to the Lord and the Lord struck them dead. God is now saying to him, don't just show up anyhow. Don't just show up anytime. you got to know when to come into my presence. So he comes in and he, and he tells him, now, now, now come into the presence. But when you come into the presence, you got to bring the blood of the sacrifice and, and sprinkle it on the, on the mercy seat. And when you sprinkle it on the mercy seat and the, and the incense that goes up and will begin to cover the, the, the ark so much so that when I show up, you will not see me, but you will hear me. And so in, in, in Exodus, he says, when you build this, he says, I will meet you. And I will speak to you from between the cherubims. And I wondered, why was the cherubim so important to the Lord? And so throughout scripture, we will find that God will keep on saying he would send his cherubim. Now, remember when, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and God removed them, God placed in the garden a cherubim with a flaming sword to protect the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And God says that will, will, will protect. But then God says, I'm now in, in, in Ezekiel, we'll see the vision of the cherubims again. But what are the cherubims? These are the cherubims, are those, uh, those angels that the Lord will begin to send that will be actually representatives of the Lord to us. Now, this is a very, very powerful picture of us understanding this. Because God begins to speak about it. He got the, the cherubim in the Garden of Eden, the cherubim on the mercy seat. Then if you go and look in the, ark, uh, in the tabernacle, the veils of the tabernacle, there were, uh, there were figures of the cherubims interwoven into the, into the veils of the tabernacle. They carved the cherubims into the ark of the covenant. Amen. And then later on, the, the, the Bible says in 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 11, he rode on a cherub and flew, and he's seen upon the wings of the wind. So he speaks about the Lord riding upon the cherubim. So what are the cherubims? The cherubims are actually angels that the Lord sends. But these angels are God's representative. So what happens is when, when God says, I will speak from between the cherubims, he was saying, I'm going to speak from between the thing that represents me. Hear me? God says, I'm going to speak from the thing that actually represents me on the earth. Remember, at that time, God was not, uh, the Holy Spirit was not active on the, uh, on the earth. So God was using types and shadows and symbols of how he would manifest his glory. But later on, I want you to understand that God says, for those that will become his holy cherubs, he will then begin to speak through them. The word, the, 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 the word messenger comes from the part of angel of the 
Lord, apostle. The title apostle means messenger, one sent by God. It talks about one that is not only sent by God, but it says one that, that, that is, becomes the angel of the Lord. Remember what happens in the book of Revelation. I know I'm going a few places, so just watch track with me. In the book of Revelation, he talks about the seven churches. And he says, to the angel of the Lord in the church of Ephesus, to the angel of the Lord in the church of... That becomes the speaking place of the Lord. Where the, where, uh, the angel of the Lord represented the place where God will speak. So how does God speak today? God brings in his, his servant that will lead a local church and a local fellowship, a place where there is a sacrifice, a place where there is an altar. And in that, he would say, now I will begin to speak. And when I speak, you will hear me. So when God says to, 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 to Moses, build this, build this mercy seat, and when you come into, into my presence, I will speak to you from between the cherubims. So this is the place where God begins to speak to us. I want you to understand that if you go throughout the scripture, you'll see the significance of cherubims. In, in Ezekiel chapter 28, we will hear of, of, of we will see reference to Satan as being one of the holy cherubs before he fell. And the whole description of it, of, of, of Satan was in his glory before the Lord. The Bible says the problem with, with Satan was he chose to be like God. And the problem is whenever you try to become the voice of the Lord to your family, you become everything else where you begin to start to rep, uh, replace God in the lives of anybody, God will remove you. It is never the design of any spiritual leadership to take the place of God. It is our responsibility to reflect God, to represent God, but it's never to take his glory. So we got to get to that place where we do not take the glory of the Lord. Why is this important? Why am I speaking about being hammered and not molded? That means it's through the process of this. Every time God said, hammer the silver, make trumpets, he wanted to release a sound. When he said, hammer the gold, make the mercy seat, he wanted to release a sound. When anything is hammered and gone through a process, God wants to release a sound. I'm here to say to you, the things that you went through in your life wasn't to begin to silence you, but it's to release the voice of the Lord through you. It wasn't there to break you down. And I want you to know that the next time you're going through a tough time, and the next time you're going through a difficulty, say, God, what are you ready to release through me? What, are you, what sound are you releasing? What word are you releasing? What are you saying speaking through me? Because God, when, when you get to that place, you will hear the voice of the Lord. Come, let's just bow our heads together. We worship you, Lord. We praise you. We glorify your name. Father, I pray over your sons and your daughters that are in the house today. We give thanks to you for you are a faithful and you are a great God. Father, remind us that it is just through the presence that we are going through. Uh, sorry, just through the process that we are going through. 
And when we come out at the end of the process, we will be as fine gold. I do not know what the journey of your life has been, what God has brought you through. But I want you to know that God is making something beautiful out of your life. So no matter how hard the process has been, no matter how hard life has been, and sometimes the more difficult the process, the greater the weight of glory. May God use you to be a, a vessel of honor. May God use you to be a vessel of praise. May you be a blessing into the lives of many that you come in contact with. But may you experience the light and the grace of God in every area of your life. I thank God for you. I want you to know, don't give up. No matter how hard the process is, say, Lord, make me an instrument. Make me an instrument of worship. I lift up my hands in your name. I will praise you. Father, I pray for everyone that has a gift of prophecy. Just begin to release that gift. For those that have a gift of intercession, release that gift. For those that have a, a gift of singing, release that gift. I pray today that there will be a releasing of the gift. And I pray, O oh God, that the process of life will not make them better, but the process of life will make them stronger in Jesus' name. Make them better in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, amen, amen.